0: This is Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. For more information, please visit my website at spiritualityunpacked.com. Spirituality Unpacked. I hope you are doing well this Monday. Okay, we are here for another episode. We are talking about, I'm going to call it connecting with ourselves, um, but it's more like merging with the broken parts of ourselves, the pieces of ourselves that are wounded. Um, So this is something that came up for me uh, last week after I recorded the last uh, the last episode on Thursday and what was interesting was that it, it, sh- it was shown up to me as something to to teach it was a change in, in the work that I was going to be doing and so and it, it's cool um, it's it's a slight shift in how I, I come at things um, but it's also very profound because it's a very specific method of healing it's it's a it's a way of healing that isn't sort of the deep diving um crying your eyes out for days um type of healing that that people do and and even when even before i i wasn't really a fan of like getting into it Because for most people, they've done that. They've relived the the thing that happened so many times that they don't need to keep reliving it. They don't need to keep re-experiencing it. They don't need to keep re-traumatizing themselves, re-victimizing themselves. We don't need to keep doing that. And so it was always my goal to offer a way of healing that, that didn't require that. Um, not that you don't want to cry it out kind of thing, not, not that you don't want to do that, but once you've done it a few times, um, you know, once you've done it a couple hundred times, it's time to stop. And, and so that that's always been sort of my, my, my goal. Stop reliving it. You've relived it 500 times in your head. Now quit, right? That's enough. Um, so we're going to talk today about what this looks like, what this merging thing is, and I have I have some cool ideas for some things I'm going to be putting together over the next while. Um, so we're going to do some stuff, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be good. So, some people call this the inner child. This this is the 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 wounded parts of ourselves. It's the part that feels the regret. It's the part that feels unworthy. It's the part that. That feels the pain. It's the part that feels the fear, the doubt, the worry, the 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 untrustworthiness, the not good enough, the all, all of those things. It's it's the part of us that feels those parts of us that feels those things. They're they're parts of ourselves. They aren't who we are. They aren't the truth of who we are. At the core of who we are, um, you know, we're all stable and strong and happy and healthy and 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 you know um basically essentially perfect right that's the core we come in though with all of these things we come in with with we get all these life lessons we get we have parents who aren't necessarily healed themselves and so they're passing on intentionally or unintentionally passing on trauma Um, so we get we get all of these things coming at us and so we pick up wounds. Some of them are not ours. Some of them are not from our lived experience. They are actually the experience of the people that we were, have been around in our lifetime. And so often it is connected to the parent-child relationship, but that's not necessarily the case. As we get older, as, as we start to make our own choices and as we start to live our own lives, we're still prone to making mistakes welcome to being human we're gonna we're gonna screw up we're gonna do things and we're gonna do things based on those wounds and so what's gonna happen if we do things based on those wounds well we're gonna do dumb shit. to put it mildly we're going to do stuff right we're going to do things and we're, we're not going to be happy with those choices later. We're going we're gonna to regret them. We're, gonna, we're going to hurt people, maybe not intentionally, but we're going to hurt people. And again, it's this idea, we're carrying wounds, we're carrying parts of ourselves that are, that are broken, that are hurt, that are in pain, and we're responding from those wounded pieces of ourselves. And we're making choices from those wounded pieces of ourselves because our outside experience, the people around us, that those things are all triggering those wounded parts of ourselves to say, but we don't do that and we can't do this and we don't have this and we're not good enough for that and we and I'm scared of that and, and all of those things. So those are all the pieces of us that we hold on to and, and we when we respond from there, we're gonna do the dumb stuff. We're gonna make mistakes, we're gonna have we're gonna have trouble, we're we're gonna we're we're going to hurt people, we're we're going to do things we regret, all of that kind of stuff. And so what we want to do with this connecting thing is we want to allow ourselves to accept those pieces, because otherwise we just keep living from them. And so in order to stop living from them, we have to accept them as part of ourselves so that they no longer trigger us. And what happens then when we accept them is we give them the thing that we're missing, that we were missing then, right? So, um, in my own life, for example, it, it showed up as, as, as powerlessness, as disempowerment. And so I had given my power away in a lot of cases. And so it was, my role in the last while has been to take my power back um, and, and get on my own two feet kind of thing. And so I've made choices in my 20s, in my 30s, that were from a place of powerlessness. And some of those choices if i were to play in the space of regret if i were to say "What have coulda shoulda, i could go back and look at those choices and say "What have coulda shoulda. now i've done the work so i i don't see them that way anymore right I, I i'm actually grateful for all of those things that have happened and all of those crappy choices that i made back then because of everything that i got from them because of all of the experiences that I that I learned, because they put me in enough pain that I actually decided to heal. And so, now that, that takes a while. <laughs> you don't get there overnight, for sure. But you can get there by accepting that you were the person that was powerless. So it's not always a wounded child, right? Sometimes it's a wounded 25 year old, <laughs> it's a wounded 30 year old, but it's still a wounded person making choices from a wounded place, regardless of whether the person is is 30 or three, it doesn't matter. So while I compare it to the inner child, I'm, I'm not specifically talking about us as, as, as a small child. It, it can be us at any stage of life that is past, that is gone, that has already happened. It doesn't necessarily for me anyway have to be a child so if I look at this powerlessness and I began when I began to heal it because the whole process of healing for me has been taking that power back so okay what does that look like what do I do It has been about accepting the parts that didn't feel worthy, that didn't feel good enough, that felt the fear, that felt the lack, that felt the pain, that felt all the different pieces, and slowly begin to accept that there was a part of me that didn't have the power, that didn't have the thing that it needed in order to be able to do what I wanted to do or needed to do at the time. And so essentially what I was doing back in those days, was I was kind of dodging, I was kicking the can down the road, Um, I was avoiding certain conversations, certain scenarios, because I didn't think I had the power to handle them, and so I would avoid those things. I wouldn't do them, I would go around them, and I would make choices that would allow me to avoid them. So effectively, I was just, I kept kicking the can down the road, I, I kept avoiding and dodging, avoiding and dodging, avoiding and dodging. Until right? Until I started to lose things in my life that were important to me, until until it started to cause pain. And eventually at like 40 years old, it finally started to cause enough pain that I was like, what the hell? Right? And I didn't want to do that anymore. I something in me woke up and went, Life doesn't have to be like this. And I went how do I fix that? What's the process? What do I do? And this was the beginning for me of, of my intuition really sort of guiding my healing journey and, and the process that I've been in for the last almost seven years now. My intuition guides that process. So the bits of me, this is something that that started to happen. And when it first happened, what they showed me intuitively, and I'll, I'll, I'll explain, I'll give you a visual here, is I was taken down this, this kind of stairwell, the set of stairs, within myself. And at the bottom of the stairs was a big, fancy, ornate door. Now, for some people, um, they would this would be used to access something like the Akashic Records, okay? Uh, the, same, the concept is almost identical walk down the, the flight of stairs, open the big door, and into this room, okay? This room is me. It is the space that is me. And connected to this room are, are other separate spaces, many of which are still dark, or the door is closed and the lights are off meaning I haven't accessed them yet. There's parts of myself that I haven't accessed yet. And the job in life, of course, is to access all of these parts to become more of who we are so that the space gets bigger. But in the middle of this room is this chair. It's this center. It's like um, um, the driver's seat, it, you know, or a throne. It, it's 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 sort of it's where it's your power it's it's the place where your power lies it's the seat of your power it is who you are right we can use the chakra system right the solar plexus we can talk about the power center within ourselves so for me it, it's in this sort of almost a throne room right it's in this room with this fancy chair instead of you know, For you, it might be in a field. It might be a picnic. It could be anything. It could be a beach. It could be anything you want. This room could be anything that you want. imagine. Anything that you create. Anything that you intuitively see. It doesn't have to be the experience that I've had. This room could be anything for you. But the idea is you're gaining... For me, I was gaining access to my power. So they were showing me this place with a with a chair basically that would that what was to represent my quote unquote power so they showed me one of these spaces where this where the lights were off where there was kind of nobody home and it basically became a little bit of a scavenger hunt in the corner of this room there was a younger version of me that Felt extreme lack. Just didn't feel enough in any in any sense of the word. And I was asked to merge with her, to invite her in, to allow her in to the bigger space, to bring her with me, basically. And so that's what I did. She stood up. I gave her what she was missing and I you know told her it would be okay all the things you do kind of with that inner wounded child right the the hug and the, the attention and the love and invite to bring along and when I brought her along and merged with her and merged with her the, the lights came on the, the room opened up the spaces connected and I, I've done that a few times already, and and connected with different different parts of myself, and the space just keeps getting keeps getting bigger. But it's still behind the same door, down the same set of stairs. So, that for me is a very intuitive process that I go through when I connect to these different parts of myself. Now, you don't need the big intuitive process. It's 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 not about It's not about the the, the intuition it's it's about not arguing with those bits. So when something happens in our lives and, and it triggers our sort of wounded states, we have the choice to respond from there or not. And usually we end up responding from there because the trigger is enough that and it's human that that's kind of what we do. We respond from these wounded wounded parts of ourselves. But more importantly, when we come back after something happens, the important part of the process here is to say, what was, what, what's the wounded part that caused that reaction that caused me to trigger like that? What, what's the wounded aspect of myself that's trying to show itself to me? What's coming up, right? And so when we do that, we'll find the, the, the part of us that is wounded in some way. And our job then is to really look at that wounded part and we're going to attach it to a phaser part of our lives, something that happened, some experience or multiple experiences of things that happened to us or for us that created this wounded part of us. Now, we have a choice here because we can be mad at this wounded part of ourselves. We could be pissed off, quite frankly because it it caused us pain right things happened we did stuff because of that wounded aspect of ourselves we did things and so it, it's easy for the human to jump to okay I'm gonna be mad at you because you hurt me you did that to me you caused me to do those things how dare you do that and the problem with that is it causes us to fight with our wounds we're arguing with our own pain at that point and we're saying, I don't accept my own pain. I'm mad at my own pain, right? So I, I, I stubbed my toe or I scraped my knee and I'm mad at my own pain. And if we get mad enough at our own pain and we project enough anger at a part of us that was wounded, we'll actually cause ourselves to not heal, we'll actually cause ourselves more pain, we'll actually wound ourselves further. You can physically do it to your body. If you were to get mad enough at a broken bone or get mad enough at a body part that wasn't working quite right, you could physically actually make yourself sicker by simply projecting enough pain and anger at it, right? And we've seen these experiments where they take you know, flowers or even rice and you know, projecting love or projecting hate and, and watch what happens kind of thing, right? So we know how powerful the energy is, but that's what you're doing to your wounded self. You're projecting that power of, of, of hate and anger at a wounded part of yourself and you're fighting with yourself, right? And you're not accepting this bit. You're not accepting that, yep, that's part of me, right? And but it's and it's teaching me things. I'm learning from it. It's not a it's not a bad thing. It's showing me that. I'm needing to heal. It's showing me that, yep, there's this wounded part of me, and I just need to accept that this is a thing and be okay with it. And then the cool part that we get to do is from a place where we're no longer wounded, we have the ability then to give that wounded part of us the thing that it's missing. We have the ability to say you don't need to be that way anymore. Here's what you're missing. Here's the peace. Here's here's your power. Here's 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 forgiveness. Here's love. Here's here's what you need. Here's the thing. We don't have to do that anymore. And so that's where we want to go. You want to get to a place where you're accepting those. So, as I've gone through my healing journey, I've begun to accept all of these different pieces of me over time. So I've accepted a lot of the pain and trauma in my life already because I don't have to argue with that stuff. It just is. It just, it just is. The stuff, the wounded bits of me that were created from the things that I've experienced in my life just are. There's no boogeyman in those in those spaces. There's there's no there's no part of me that I'm afraid of at this point. There's there's nothing in my past that I look at and go, "I don't want to touch that." There's 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 nothing there anymore that bothers me to such a degree that I'm in a lot of pain because of it. That's where you wanna to get to, right? And that's not to say that down the road there won't be experiences in life won't happen and there won't be wounded parts of me that show up that are triggered by other stuff. And that's okay. That's gonna happen and that's fine. Let it happen. I actually look forward to those experiences because they give me the power of accepting other parts of me. They give me the power to heal further. So I actually welcome those experiences. They don't trigger or bother me in any way. I'm i am not set out on a path of trying to avoid problems. Problems are just part of the experience. It's just what happens. And the reason we have problems and, and things occur is so that we can learn from them. That is the whole point. My life and the problems that, that are created within it are content. <laughs> that's, that's, the pieces that I that I begin to accept of myself are that's content that that's stuff that I can talk about. It's things that I can share. It it's how I continue to learn. It's how I it's how I got to hear. That's what what I do, right? So I'm no longer afraid of my life. And and the thing is is the intuition. I, I'm clairvoyant, so I, it's future. I, I see. I see outcomes I don't I don't see paths in the middle I, I just see outcomes if you go in a straight line here's where you're going to end up I, I just I get an outcome I, I see very clearly this is what will happen but not if I inject a bunch of worry and fear and pain <laughs> into it but I get the outcome as long as now if I inject Where if you're in pain, then I'm going to get a a different outcome. And I'll I'll, I'll probably get shown that, too. Like, you're going to get into trouble if you do this. But if you go over here and you stay out of all of that junk, you're going to be fine. Just go this way, right? So I I get shown very clearly what happens if I take the pain path or if I take the other way. I get shown very clearly both options. And I, I get to pick. Do I want to do pain? Right? And, and sometimes, you know what? Life, life happens. I, I don't know every scenario that's going to come up. I, I'm not, you know, there, there are limits. The, the limits are intentional so that I can learn, right? So that I still have those human experiences, so that I'm not 100% intuitive with everything and so I can perfect my experience, right? So I still get things, right? And then, so when that happens, then I, I backtrack, right? And I'm very quick, and I've said it before. I'm very quick to 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 get by myself and go, okay, what was that, <laughs> right? And and figure out what I need to understand about that experience and, and what it's there for and, and why it showed up and what I need to do with it. And I'm I'm, I'm quick about it to do those kind that do that kind of work for myself now because it helps me navigate. It makes my life easier. And these are the things that I've been continually trying to offer. We don't have to live from these places of pain. We don't have to live from these wounded parts of ourselves. We can accept them, we can merge with them, we can understand them, we can love them, we can stop arguing with them, and we can then be okay. And it doesn't require days of crying. It doesn't require reliving the experience for the 501st time. It doesn't require continually going down the rabbit hole, digging in the boxes that I keep talking about. It doesn't require all of that. We can do it a little differently in such a way that allows us to simply accept that that's there and stop tripping over it so much. That's what I want to give to you. And when I talk about connecting with yourself, that's another way to do it, to take those bits and just say, you know what, I understand why you did what you did. I understand why you created those scenarios, right? Because what's happening all the time is these wounded parts of ourselves are trying to get our attention. So when we live from them, when we respond or react from them, we are They are saying, hey, I'm over here, look at me, right? Like They are asking you to go find them. They are asking you to connect with them. They are asking you to help them, to heal them. That's why you're having the experience and you're responding in this wounded, triggered way and this little bit of you is going, hey, wait, look at me, right? Because it wants you to accept it and acknowledge it and heal it. That's why that keeps happening. That's why that relationship those relationships end the same way all the time. That's why you experience the same cycle every month. That's why the same thing happens over and over and over and over and over and over again, because you're not paying attention to that little bit of you that wants the attention that's saying, I'm here, look at me. That's what we need to be doing. And it doesn't have to be a three-year-old self. It could be a 30-year-old self, but that you have to pay attention to it. Once you accept it, then you stop arguing with it. Then you don't have to respond from it anymore. Then you're not reacting from that place anymore. Then you can actually change the patterns and habits and cycles that you have, right? Because once you stopped responding from the wounded place, now you're just in a bad habit. So now you got to break the habit of whatever it was you were doing, right? So when you look at smokers breaking the nicotine is one part of it breaking the 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 habit of the nicotine right the chemical addiction and then then there's the part with the hands then there's the part with the movement with the body there's the other part there there's the thing that happens when you have a cup of coffee and you want a cigarette right they go together they're connected they're a habit It may not have anything to do with nicotine at that point. It's just the habit of when I do this particular activity, I smoke. When I go here, I smoke. When this happens, I smoke. And so now you've got a habit to break. And it's got absolutely nothing to do with nicotine. It's just a habit of these are things that I do at specific times. And that's it. That's the whole thing right there. So now you break the habit because you broke the pain. The nicotine was the pain. You broke that. You did that. But you haven't broken the habit. So now you got to get out of the habit of smoking with your coffee, (laughs) right? So you got to find something else to do or redirect yourself, right? That's the process. There you are. That's it. Once you heal the pain, you still have to break the habit of the pain. There it is. The pain is those wounded parts of ourselves. Those are the parts we need to stop arguing with. Those are the parts we accept. Then we break the habit of the pain, however we are usually, however we usually respond to said trigger. We gotta break the habit of doing that. And we gotta find a new way that isn't created from a wounded place. From a wounded part of ourselves. That's how we do it. There's the magic sauce for you. And I'm going to try to bottle that. <laughs> okay? I'm going to try to bottle that because that's what I want to give you. I want to give you the ability to do this without experiencing and reliving trauma and pain over and over and over and over again. And I don't want you to be afraid of the healing process because it's not scary when you don't have to keep reliving it. It doesn't have to be that. All right. So, I'm going to leave it right there. And I want to thank you so, so much for listening. We're going to keep talking about this. I'm going to... I think I'm going to do maybe a little bit of a series, and we're going to talk about accepting different parts of ourselves. Um, We're going to look at different parts of ourselves, specifically regret and fear and doubt and worry and pain. We're going to keep talking about this stuff because I think this is important, and there's a way forward here for you if you're you're willing and you want to go on the journey that I think will help. It will help you get through some of this stuff without re-traumatizing yourself over and over and over and over again. All right. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share from wherever you are listening to this. Have an amazing week and I will talk to you soon. This is Laura Bungars with Spirituality Unpacked. Have a good one, everybody. Bye for now. This has been Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share. Thanks so much for listening.